One of the things that sometimes people seem to get wrong about me and my work is this idea that somehow I tell people that there's no such thing in a partner's past ever. There's no such thing as a red flag. There are no such thing as genuine deal breakers. And of course, that's not true. Sometimes, depending on your particular goals, your particular aspirations for your life, for the relationship, sometimes there are absolutely <laughs> massive red flags, massive deal breakers. But how do you know? How do you know whether you're struggling with irrational retroactive jealousy or a genuine clash in values, a genuine deal breaker in your partner's past? In this short video, I'm gonna tell you my number one tip, my number one piece of advice for getting to the bottom of this very important question. My name is Zachary Stockhill, and since 2013, I've been helping men and women from all over the world overcome retroactive jealousy, save their relationships, and enjoy happier, more peaceful lives. If you want more information about me or my work, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com. And if you get anything out of this video today, I'd really appreciate it if you could please click the like button below, leave a comment telling me what you think, and be sure you are subscribed to my channel as well to be notified of new videos moving forward. I get emails literally every day from men and women, some of whom are, are watching these videos right now, others who are readers of my blog at retroactivejealousy.com, every single day for the past, God, over eight years, from people basically trying to get to the bottom of their partner's past, trying to see whether or not they're struggling with something irrational, or they're dealing with a genuine red flag slash deal breaker in their partner's past that could be really significant for their relationship moving forward. I get absolutely heartbreaking emails all the time saying these people are you know, considering breakups, they're considering leaving their partner because of this one thing that happened in their partner's past, this one thing that they can't seem to let go of. And frequently these people are kind of desperate in a sense because there's so much nonsense out there online about the significance or not of someone's past. Because there are some people who say the past is the past, doesn't matter at all, the present is all that matters. And on the opposite end of the spectrum, there's all kinds of you know, men's rights activists and all kinds of, largely men, <laughs> who say that the past is the only thing that matters and the present doesn't matter at all and you need to be a detective and find every single last detail. So there's a lot of extreme opinions when it comes to this issue. And it might not surprise you, but I take kind of a middle path in this regard. I know the idea of nuance is not very popular these days. It seems like everyone has a very, very strong and binary opinion. Doesn't matter if they know what the hell they're talking about. But strong opinions are what uh, get eyeballs, I guess. But anyway, I'm a fan of nuance. And when it comes to this question of deciding, you know, how much your partner's past matters, basically, it's a very, very important question. And I think nuance is appropriate and even necessary when it comes to getting an answer to this question of, is your partner's past a deal breaker? So my number one piece of advice for anyone, male, female, young, old, anyone struggling with this question, is my partner's past a deal breaker? My number one piece of advice is don't look for perfection in someone's past, look for patterns. I often tell coaching clients that an event can be an exception, but a pattern is a person. There's this line from Aristotle that actually, we're not even sure if Aristotle actually said this line, but it's a nice summary of his philosophy. We are what we repeatedly do. Now, when I say look for patterns, I wanna be very, very clear about this because this is a very important question. I am not saying that people can't change. I'm not saying that people can't change long-standing patterns. There are all kinds of examples, for example, of you know the guy who's been an addict for 20 years getting clean and staying clean. That's an extreme example, but you get my point. People can change and people do change. I wouldn't be doing the work I'm doing. I wouldn't be coaching. I wouldn't be interested in making videos like this 
if I believe that people can't change. Of course people can change. But if you're interested in, shall we call it risk management, looking at someone's track record, looking at their resume, so to speak, and you really want to get a sense of who they are, at least who they've been in the past, not necessarily who they are today, but where they've been and who they've been, the best way you can really gauge that is look for patterns rather than perfection. So what does that mean? If you approach your dating life or your relationship life looking for perfection, looking for the person with the completely blemish-free past, the person who's never done anything wrong, the person who's always made the right choice, I would love to meet this person because I'm quite sure they don't exist. Not in the year 2021. We have all made mistakes. We have all slipped up. It is a completely new world out there when it comes to dating and Tinder and Bumble and dating apps and swiping left and swiping right and Instagram and casual sex and hookup culture and all of these things. It is a very confusing world out there in so many ways. We've all made mistakes, shall we say. We've all made decisions that we're probably not entirely proud of. And in the Western world, at least, I can only speak based on my background, in the Western world, at least, you're going to have a very, very, very difficult time finding someone with zero, shall we call them, slight blemishes in their resume, in their past dating slash relationships slash sexual history. And as I often tell people, you will drive yourself and others crazy if you go looking for perfection, whether it's perfection in yourself or perfection in other people. You'll drive yourself nuts. So the alternative, I believe, is look for patterns because patterns in behavior will give you a much better sense of who that person really is. For example, let's say you are looking for a woman to enter a long-term relationship with, or it doesn't even have to be a woman. Let's say you're looking for a person, whether you're a man, woman watching this, you're looking for someone to enter a long-term relationship with. And ideally, let's say you're in your 30s, your mid-30s, you want to date someone who has some handle on relationships. They have a little bit of experience, so it's not a completely new world to them. Let's say you want a monogamous relationship. You want someone with the ability to be faithful. You want someone with a relatively long track record of being faithful in their past relationships. Let's also say that you really abhor the idea of casual sex. You really don't like the fact that a lot of people out there are hooking up. You don't really like hooking up yourself. It's not something you're interested in. So you meet someone you're dating. It's all great. Things are going very well and they're wonderful. And you learn that maybe they had one or two one night stands in their 20s. As an example, right? But for most of their 20s and most of their 30s, they've been in long-term relationships. Let's say two or three extremely significant long-term relationships. They're still on good terms with these exes today. There was no real drama or cheating or insanity or <laughs> craziness. And basically their default mode, if you look at their past, is being quite content in a long-term relationship. So how are you going to judge them? And how are you going to judge their suitability for a relationship with you? If you were looking for perfection, perfection in air quotes, because I don't agree with this assessment of perfection, but let's say you're looking for perfection in your eyes. You might look at the one night stands and say, that's it, done, cut from the team. That is totally unacceptable to me. I can't deal with that at all. So congratulations, you just reduced your potential pool of dating applicants to pretty much zero. Because again, most people in 2021, when I'm recording this, and I would imagine most people in the years following are gonna have had some casual experiences. So looking for perfection in this regard is not serving anyone. It's not serving the person you're dating and it's not even serving yourself and your aspirations. On the other hand, in this scenario, if you're looking for patterns, what pattern has this person demonstrated in their past? They've demonstrated a pattern that they're quite capable 
of having happy, relatively positive long-term relationships over long periods of time. Those hookups or those you know, casual relationships that they had once or twice or however many times in a brief little window in their life, that doesn't really tell you a whole lot about them. That's more of an exception rather than a clear indication of their goals, their values, and their identity in the present. I could cite many more examples like this. You kind of get what I'm talking about here. For example, looking for patterns. If you meet someone, and let's say they have cheated on four of their five past boyfriends, let's say. You know, that is a pattern. And if you're looking for a monogamous relationship, then that is something to pay attention to. That might be a deal breaker based on you and your values and your goals and what you want out of your life. You know, I often tell people you should be extremely cautious when it comes to who you bring into your life. And if someone were to view that as a pretty destructive pattern, I wouldn't necessarily think that they were making the bad decision because that is a pattern. And again, this person who cheated on their past four out of five boyfriends, that person can change, absolutely. But if I'm gonna invite someone into my life and I'm interested at all in risk management, there's a good chance that person is a higher risk in certain regards than the person who has never cheated or the person who cheated once when they were 18, felt horrible, never did it again. You understand what I'm saying here? I'm not saying we should be going in everyone's past with a fine tooth comb and getting to the bottom of things and judging everyone really, really harshly and unduly. What I'm saying is look for patterns over perfection. I promise you this will be a better use of your time if you're interested in risk management, in dating, if you're interested in being selective and careful about who you invite into your life on a long-term basis. Thanks for listening to the Zachary Stockhill podcast. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcast app of choice. To learn more about my work on jealousy, relationships, and more, please check out my YouTube channel at Zachary Stockhill. For information about my online courses, books, and coaching service, please visit my website at retroactivejealousy.com.